I'm Kaylin. And I'm Heather. And this is We Need Closure. We Need Closure. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? Good morning, Kaylin. Good morning, How Heather. are you doing this morning? Fantastic. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So I want to just kind of um, mention that I'm sitting here and I look up and I do not see the princess balloon from November. New year, new me. I mean, I cleaned the studio, Heather. You've turned a chapter. I have. Don't, over. don't judge the Christmas lights that are actually still out back and the shiny lit up reindeer that are still hey, in my front yard. I'm not judging anything Thank because um, I have a story, a balloon story for you. Oh, so God. my kids are three years apart within a week, right? Which so is impressive. we always yes. celebrate their birthdays together. Now they're older and they don't think that's as cool. But um, you'll probably know where this is going when I tell you what ages they were turning. So my son was turning six and then seven days later, my daughter was turning nine. So okay. we get the big giant four feet metallic, gold, metallic yes. six okay. for my son. Oh God. Those things hold, this one held helium for a while. We're oh, not helium, amazing. whatever. Yeah, whatever's in a magic. A few days later, we get the nine for my daughter. Oh my God, Heather. And kind of forget about it, right? Because it's in the dining room and I'm, this is, you know, days have gone by after my daughter's, whatever. I'm saying days, like a, two days. After her, after she celebrated her birthday. Yes. Okay. And I'm sitting there having coffee before they get up and I look over and I'm like, oh my God. Oh God. We've just had six and nine <laughs> balloons that have floated next to each other and been just hanging out in our living room. <laughs> this went from a went birthday from a party sweet, to a porno. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I immediately like, oh, and like, I'm pretty sure we had taken some, you know, just pictures, like random selfies. And I'm, I mean, like. Oh, with just the. 69. <laughs> Anyways, um, so that's what I mean. No judgment. Because I've been keeping that story with me for the past two months while I, while I looked at yours. My um, princess balloon that was here for a solid six weeks is looking very. Yeah, uh, at least. Honest. I mean. Just sweet. <laughs> luckily, we moved past the ages of six and nine. And they were seven and ten and eight and eleven. And I, you know. Let that be a lesson um, for the So I, I don't think you're going to like this. And I told you that. But I just have to mention. Oh I have to be annoying. Oh, like. No. Our hometown college team team is in the national championship yes i didn't go there you didn't go there but don't you no i went there (laughs) (laughs) heather i have two degrees from there i met my husband there the listener knows me better than you do at this point (laughs) scratch that you did go to tcu New Year's, same me. Okay, so you did go to see Were you gonna try to like, like rag on my home? No, team? I was just gonna say it's funny that we didn't go there, but we love it so much. You did go there. So there's a TCU sign in my front I mean, yard. I I'm just, staring at a TCU cornhole thing. Yes, I just I'm sorry. Told I just thought you, you were like a hometown fan, I, like I was for a second. For I'm a not second. that weird. I love that place. Okay. It's anyway, fine. they are playing in the national championship I, i'm Heather, so embarrassed it's so nice to meet you hi 
Oh my gosh. Okay, so they're playing the national championship <laughs> on are. Monday, and like, even though I didn't go to TCU, yes. apparently you did. Yes. Um, I'm so excited, and the way my brain works with college football is like all I can think about, like countdown, countdown. Yeah. Um, but if, I'll end on this funny story. So you know, I think a lot of um, all of Fort Worth is like a, a buzz and excited, and like. I think the schools, like on Monday, they're, everybody's Everyone's wearing purple, wearing purple. here. I did get that email. I haven't got the email yet, but my kids have told me that that's the case. But I do get this text message from my son's teacher. He's in second grade. And there's like six of us on it. And they're like, he's, she's like, hey, I just want to check in um, just to kind of see who's going to be here on Monday, Tuesday. Because there are... I mean, because they're anticipating that people are going to take their yes. kids out to go to this game. I mean, the fact yes. that I'm not going, people are looking down on me I right know. now. But I can't get my act together. I cannot get I to Los Angeles. To go. Well, I think the price is a bit steep as well. Well, anyway, she, we're six selected people on this text group. And she's like, I'm just checking in with you guys, kind of see who's going to be or who's not, just for homework reasons. I'm like, second grade, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're all like, no, we'll be here. We'll be here. She's like, I'm dying laughing because your kids think they're going to no. the game on Monday. <laughs> and I can't wait for my son to come home and be like, um, because they've all been like confidently telling their teacher, oh, we won't be here Monday, Tuesday. No. We're going to the, we're going to California. We're going to the game. Stop. We all like, nope, we'll be there. Why, we'll are, be there. We'll why are they under the impression they are getting on and an the airplane? the other seven kids not on this text that are actually going, going. to the game. Anyway. Your kids are trying to keep up with the other kids. I mean, and they need to get used to that because that's what they're doing for the rest of their uh, lives. For the rest of their sure. lives, mine too. God bless anyway, them. Anyway, let's get started. Shoot. Coming in hot. I, we are coming in hot and I'm so glad. And you know what? Go frogs. You know what? Go frogs. And I feel like I can I say cannot it. believe that I, Heather, this is what dry January does to me. It makes my brain not work. <laughs> I told lies, you, I told lies, you not get off people. that damn train and you did lies. it anyways, whatever. Um, I can't believe that we are making our guest who I think has almost spit out his coffee like five times uh, <laughs> as he listened to this story. Heather, we are so lucky to be kicking off episode number two of season two of We Need Closure with an awesome guest today. Uh, listener, we have Brian Holland, who is a real estate agent in Fort Worth, Texas with Fort Worth Focused Real Estate. He has, Him and his, his wife and his two kids live in a beautiful home that we're going to talk all about on, the, on this episode today. What we you didn't know about Brian was that he plays the bass guitar. He started and sold a technology company, which is a lot more than you and I have ever done, Heather. Um, and just fun facts here, he's the tallest guest we've ever had in the episode. Listener, please welcome Brian Holland to today's podcast. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi. And another good podcast voice, yes. Brian. Such a, such a wonderful welcome. Thank you. Of course. Thanks for bringing the height. Thanks for bringing the voice. This yep. is all we can ask for. And thank you for not spitting out your coffee all over the studio it with wasn't Heather's. Easy. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. I was, I was staring at the TCU Cornell and I was I like, mean, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know the answer, but my guess would be. Dry January is a lie. I mean, you are rocking and rolling, sis. Um, so, Brian, you actually do listen to the podcast. Thank you, sir. And the oh, way that you know, thank you, God. I'm sure you were one of our five stars on uh, Apple Apple Music Podcast or whatever it is. But um, thank you for coming on. I know you know the way that you get on to this podcast is by bringing an excellent story, and we are here to hear it. So share your story. I, 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 I'm sure I have a few, but I certainly have one that stands out. Um, I, I had a client that asked me to look in areas that I'm not used to and that's okay. Um, it's part of the job. Part and so job. I, you know, I go probably 20, 30 minutes out of my comfort zone totally. as far as, you know, 
geographic locations. And, and I kind of, he was coming from North of Fort Worth. And I said, I don't, we'll, we'll do this. I don't think you'll like the commute daily, but you know, we'll go look at this house. And I was dreading having to deal with traffic because it was like at four o'clock on a Friday or something. Like, uh, I'm not going to like this commute. When they yeah. always want to see a house, I by was the just way. like, I, I don't want to do this commute. You're 20 minutes north of me. Like, this is going to be your daily. But okay, maybe you just need to learn this lesson the hard way. Anyway, I go down there. I get to the house, you know, for sale signs there. I see a lockbox on the front. The garage door is open, which is usually a little, but it was kind of a golf-esque community. So I was like, well, okay. maybe he just, you know, went out to the club or something. Right. And so my client shows up, you know, I open the door and I hear a TV on. And I was like, again, these things happen. Sometimes people are in a rush to get out, forget right. to turn the TV off. And as we start to walk further into the house, the TV, it's getting louder. And so we get to the back of the house and there had to have been, he had to have been 85 years old. He's in his underwear oh my God. on the couch with a walker next to him <gasps> watching, you know, like CNN at 150 decibels. Oh my and God. And he just looks over at me and I'm standing in front of my client and he reaches on his nightstand <gasps> or the side table and pulls a gun and oh. yells like, what are you doing in my house? And I'm like, you know, so my hands are up and I'm just like, we had a showing it's cleared on showing time or, you know, the service. And he's like, well, I, I yelled at my agent and told him, like, I'm signing documents and not to send anyone over. I was like, did did not get a call from your agent. Didn't I'm get super, the and memo, I, and, dude. And this is happening while I'm yelling over the loudest TV I've and ever And your hands heard. are up in the my air as if you're being My client bailed. I mean, he just ran out the door. <laughs> of course And so did. I'm having, like, my life oh, is flashing. I'm gosh. like, hmm, this is how I'm going out. This like, I, I'm, this old man's shooting me right here. So I go, I'm really sorry. I'm going to leave. Oh my God. I'm going to leave. And I don't know why I did this. I was like, I'm going to leave $20 for your trouble. <laughs> and so I put 20, I like, your life is worth, I like slowly, Brian, slowly. Bucks. That's what I had in my pocket, you know, cause where I was, I was going to swing by HEB. I, I was like, I need some cash. You bribed the gunman. So I, 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 I was like freaking. I was like, this is how it's going down. Oh like my, gosh. my wife's going to be like, how did this, you know, how did you die? You know, like, great. I'm being judged already. So oh my God. I, I reach in my pocket. I put $20 down on this table in front of me <gasps> and I like slowly walk away with my hands up oh my and God. I leave. And I was like, I think I just, I, I think I just got robbed by an old man <laughs> in his underwear. And I didn't get any commission. Clearly there was no contract. Duh. So you didn't Your put an offer just on left. He just bailed. I mean, like not oh only did he leave, he left, like got in his car and drove off <gasps> and called me the next day. And I was like, uh, you want to look for a different agent? He no, was like, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And yeah, I was different. like, cool. Yeah, oh, we're yes. good. He I, left you in the trenches yeah. taking grenades or, or being held hostage. Yeah. Every man for himself. He, and I was like, moly. This is this is it. This by, is, by the way, I just appreciate the reenactment of the hands up in the air yeah. so much, so, listener. You yeah. can't see it, but I nothing is a better it. visual right now than <sighs> It's you. taking me back. I'm starting to sweat. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, well, we haven't had one like that, Brian. No. Thanks for bringing it in the but, new yeah. year, buddy. I just like that. Uh, technically, I think I was robbed at gunpoint. You were literally robbed at gunpoint. You survived. You're a survivor. A, <laughs> <laughs> you're in a part of a yeah. club now. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, the first rule of fight club in your underwear with a gun. Is, that's right. Don't talk about, talk about it. Holy crap. There's another so agent in our office that had a gun pulled on him. You're kidding. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we're getting him on for the next mm -hmm. one to talk about it. Right. I've it's never a whole series. I've yes. never. <laughs> it's a series. <laughs> Welcome to Texas. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs>
I just love that there was, it wasn't only the gun. It was, it was the underwear. It was oh. the 150 oh. decibels. It was. I, you, and again, would you argue, okay, what have you learned? Do you now announce yourself if you oh, go into a property? I, I, I usually tell clients if they haven't been with me to see houses, I'm like, I always announce myself loudly <laughs> and they'll say, Oh really? And I'll like, let me tell you a story. And that's usually how we kick off. And they're like, wow, you're really dedicated. I was like, mm, I'd prefer not to be. It but does give it you a little street cred with, uh, with us. Y'all and- are like the Jason Derulo. Of- <laughs> <laughs> he says his name every song. Oh my God, Brian. Excellent job, buddy. Yeah. Thank you oh. for bringing the goods automatically ah. in this first. Heather, have you ever had a gun pulled on you while you've been showing? Um, I don't think I have. Um, but there is nothing like more like unsettling than, yes. than getting that feeling of like, oh, someone might be here. Yes. Oh, someone is here. Absolutely. Do they know we're coming? And yep. I what I always awkwardly tell people. I don't know why this is my awkward thing. Instead of announcing myself, every time we're like walking up and I'm messing with the super or whatever, I'm like, so, cause if I'll see a drive, like a car in the driveway yeah. and I'm like oh, anticipating, I'm like, so it's scheduled. Yeah. <laughs> I, they know we're coming. I did my job. Yes. But you never know. A story of my life. I actually think, and I heard another agent say this for a minute I was like, wait, was that my story as well? But I do recall going into a property and again, it actually looked like everyone was gone. Or maybe I remember like a car in the driveway and I thought, okay, surely, surely they're not here. But I did announce myself and sure enough, a kid popped out of nowhere. <gasps> Just scared the living daylights out of me. I mean, I don't know. I, it, it's something out of a movie, honestly. But so I've never had the gun, but I have had a child pop out. And I think the parent was like, sorry, I, I meant to come grab them. I'm like, yeah, would you please? Could you not give me a heart attack? Thank you. I appreciate it. Have you ever had this happen? Then we can move on because I just remembered this. I was showing in Brian and I live in the same neighborhood I was showing a house in our neighborhood could not get the door it was like a I could not get the door to open I had the key nothing would work I tried of course I always do like why don't you try oh I always let every time yes is that weird no because they're thinking it oh this person this realtor is an idiot they can't get it let me try so I let them try so we're all trying and all of a sudden on the ring someone's like do you need help You're like, so women, a, a, I know I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, you? this is the, fr- I think, you know, I don't, I, you know, my story with ring cameras. Um, yes. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and she's like, I can tell I've been watching you guys mess with the door. I'm like, okay. She's like, so she gave me the, con- there was a keypad thing too, oh, but I'm like, God. now I'm freaking out. Like people are watching us finagle and have the awkward, like, okay, so how are you? <laughs> Anyway, at least you do. You need help. Proceed to talk about the offer as you. What? Where do I talk into? Oh my god! Blink blink twice if you're being abducted. You're like, I mean, why would they be abducting me to see your house? This is a bizarre scenario. This is bizarre. This guys, this job is bizarre. bizarre. Let's just be honest about it, Brian. We were talking a little off air, obviously, about just how we all kind of got into this job. And and I do want to touch a little bit on your background here because the fact that you have started and sold a technology company and then went on to a different season in your life to enter into which I would argue is a very different industry of real estate. And I just want to hear a little bit more about why you got into real estate and how you kind of made that leap. Sure. Um, I, you know, so selling a company uh, is an interesting process. And then, you know, I time-wise in my life I was selling it. My wife uh, was pregnant with our second daughter. And so after I sold it, I took a little time. I was like, I'll be present. I'll be 
helpful. Dad I'll be year. a great dad. Yeah. Absolutely. And I realized I'm a really good dad for like four hour block. <laughs> Six hours. I'm kind of like, I'm okay. And by eight hours, it's like, you're going to get what you're going to get today. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> We've kind of run through. Yeah. And I mean, Cocoa it's, Melon. it could, yeah, it mm-hmm. could be a train wreck. Um, <laughs> so I think my wife realized that as well. And she was like, you, you're, I, I've also been labeled a serial entrepreneur, which as my wife also says like, yeah, it just means you have a lot of ideas and not enough money. I was like, that's, mm, yeah, that's a pretty solid definition. Thank it's you. It's like every realtor. Uh, yeah. I know. And so I was, I was coming up with some pretty interesting concepts of my next uh, endeavor. And she was like, no, you have to figure something out that is more focused. And anyway, so trying to figure out all of the different parameters that this job had to fit in. I needed to be flexible. I need to be able to get kids. My wife is the kind of nine to five. Um, she's a physician and was a lawyer. And so there, a lot of interesting things come with she's, that. She's not overachieving well. at all. No, she yeah. likes to take tests apparently <laughs> and just be Same. really, 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 really smart. So what is yeah, that like, yeah. I, I don't know. I wake up every day. I was like, what is it like to like know a bunch of stuff? You know? <laughs> I'm going to go open doors and get shot at. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Heather takes the test, but she doesn't pass them. Mm-hmm. So she understands a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, I do. And so you know, I don't understand yeah. the finish line. <laughs> But I understand the process. Yeah. I'm always like, how do I log in to do these CEs? Like I've already been stumped before I've started. That's right. Oh God. uh, God, So anyway, we were, we were, we had some investment properties we were looking at and, and some of this, I was like, I'll get my license and I can manage those. And that's a good start, right? Just we'll start there. And it checked all those boxes of what you needed to fit your lifestyle. It was flexible. I could ramp up if I wanted to, if, if I liked it, I could, you know, maneuver different directions. And, and honestly, uh, being a residential realtor just was really never a thought. I was like, I'll do investment properties and then maybe move over to commercial. I don't know why I thought that. Um, it was just my thought. Well, cause so it's I, boring. Well, I, boring. I got into it and, and it was one of those, you know, uh, we've been in our neighborhood, you know, at this point, you know, probably five years and, you know, you talk to friends and they're like, Oh, you have your license. Like, you know, we were thinking about selling. What do you think about the market? You know, and you, tell them what you think about the market. And some people were like, well, would you represent us? Said, sure. You know, it just kind of was started out more. It's of, organic often, right? It, it is. It is. And I found out that I, I love doing it. I really help people. I really enjoy helping people transition in a, a, an incredibly stressful part of their life, right? right? When it's family and it's your house or where you're going to live, that becomes stressful. So I like enjoy Im- that. And it feels important, uh, uh, that Absolutely. aspect. I think that's one of the things that we've talked a lot about on this podcast is that we love is that it's we're helping them do something that matters and that's important. You can do a lot of jobs where you're in sales or negotiations or, again, I'm sure your background had you touch all elements, but this just feels so meaningful, albeit stressful, and I'm wondering if you feel that same way. Oh, absolutely. And, and I go a lot of times depending on you know, if this is somebody's first home, I, you know, I always go back to personal experience in my life and be like, what was going on in my life that, you know, either the realtor I was using at the time kind of helped navigate these waters or made life easier for me. Uh, and, and, and I, you know, do my best to emulate those things and help them walk through that. And I just, it, it just really is. And I like, honestly, I think the entrepreneurial thing comes back to like problem solving. I'm always like, if if I see something that I don't think is efficient or isn't working well or could be done better, like I want to solve it. And being a realtor in an old neighborhood Mm -hmm. gives you all of the problems. You know, every 
deal is unique. Everyone comes with its own set of interesting circumstances. And I like that. Um, you know, people ask me to relate it to, you know, like the tech business. I was like, honestly, I relate it more to when I was a musician early in my life, okay. a touring musician. Cause you would, you would, you know, you're a group of four or five guys playing. We'd go into a city and there would always be some problem. I mean, yeah. it's like, a, I mean, it's straight up spinal tap. You show Absolutely. up and like the PA is not working or one year we were playing where they had ice sculptures on the stage in oh Boston. God. Oh my God. But in order to light them up and have musicians playing, they brought in all these hot lights and heaters. So you were standing in like, like six inches of, of water. water. Oh my just gosh. Nothing but electric cords running by you. And but Brian, our lead singers getting shot. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I can turn up. And he's like, don't turn it up. You know, I'm going to lose it. So, you know, being able to solve all those problems and help people and be like, this is important. Yeah. This is not important. Mm -hmm. You know, this can be fixed. This can't be fixed, you know. And keep our eye on the prize. Yeah. And, and, I, and so I, I mean, I really, I enjoy that process of just like really working through all of the different issues and helping people feel confident, whether they're buying or selling, making that transition. I love that. And I, I want to touch on, we're going to get into all the details of your beautiful home that Heather and I and 2 million other people walked through mm -hmm. in the month of yeah. December. As you Aren't were you so glad that the holidays are over? <laughs> I mean, I finished packing up holidays this morning. Oh, oh my God. Listener, just a quick recap. So both Heather and Brian's homes were on the candlelight Christmas tour that we've talked so much about on, on, previous episodes and Brian's home was so show-stopping and Heather oh. and I happened to be in it at the same time that we looked at each other and we're like get this guy on the podcast we've got to learn all about it we've got to learn all about the process and before I get into it you said that you do a lot of real estate in the neighborhood that you and Heather both live in. I want to know the strangest thing that you've seen holding up a house in Fairmount or Ryan Place. Because to me, you guys see things that not all other realtors see, which is, hey, this is a great house, but it's being held up by like a tin can right now. Uh, I, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't know. I've seen so many interesting foundations where you, it, it, I mean, they're head scratchers. You just look at them and go, I don't really know how that's holding that up. It's and wild. a lot of times like front porches, like they'll be leaning to a degree yes. where you're like, I mean, I, there's no way should like physics should take it? over. Yes. Like gravity is, is doing its job pretty well, but I feel like it's slacking because that should fall over. One time I had a foundation person, we were in a house and, uh, he was like, literally, and these are like first time baby buyers moving from Austin. So they just didn't really know too much about like older homes oh, yeah. in the neighborhood. And he literally was like, cause he did the whole thing and we're all looking at him like, well, what that, what, is what does that mean? Yeah. Like, what is, what does this mean? And he was like, well, I, could, I mean, it just means like, it could be fine <laughs> for the next whatever, or it could be $50,000. Oh, God. And we were like, but which, <laughs> can you He's like, this in the middle? Yeah. But if you were going to bet, where, how are yeah, we leaning like, more towards where, the 50K? What are we, what are we, uh, but, but y'all, that is the difference between, we know that I, my, my house was built in, you know, 2014 or 2007. I don't even know when it was built. And you guys are in homes that, Brian, what year was your home built? Uh, 1911 is 1911. when they finished 1911. Heather, what about yours? 
51. Okay, kind of, so got a little bit of a span yeah. there, but enough to know that we are creeping up on either over 100 years uh, or close to it. So I can only imagine the things you see. And Brian, we're going to ask you a thousand questions about your beautiful home, sure. but I want to talk about it with Heather first because we looked at each other in the middle of the thing. So you get into the entryway. First of all, the porch is outstanding. It wraps around, what, three quarters of the property, maybe maybe half of it. And you get into the, one of the biggest entryways I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And what I appreciated so much about your house, Brian, was the scale of everything and how appropriate everything was to the fact that you had so much space to work with. And I hope I'm making sense. So you walk into this beautiful entryway and the table is exactly perfect for that space. The stairway is the widest stairway I've ever seen in my life with the largest chandelier, but it all felt appropriately scaled. And I want to know so much about this. I want to know how you guys started. I want to know what the house looked like before you guys got in it. And again, just go nuts. Oh, go nuts. Sure. Well, you know, you bring up the scale. The scale came up so many times when we were talking, we, we, we hired a whole team and I'm, I love to talk to people. Give them a shout out, right? Give them a shout out. and Brandon Allen are amazing. Uh, our contractor, Matt Aubrey, was fantastic, even though early on we, we we got on each other's nerves, I'm sure. But we started this. We got one week into the renovation, you know, so basically one week into demo and the pandemic hits. I was going to say, you guys bought this like right before and, the pandemic. And what was going on? During that week, you know, my wife's a physician, so she's getting some calls from, you know, and she's on the board and a few other things. So she's like, this thing is coming. We had maybe a two-day head start maybe, you know, of just like something is about to happen. And we've just started this major renovation. I mean, we just started it. And we had our house under contract. I mean, we had like four offers on our house that we were currently living in because – what we were going to do is we were going to move into an apartment on Magnolia and with a pool and it was going to be like a fun, we're like, Oh, in our fun mind, summer. it's going to be this fun vacation mm-hmm. where we like go to the pool and we walk yeah. to dinner and it'll be so great with our kids. At this time we had a two year old that was like licking doorknobs, <laughs> right? So a pandemic and an elevator, I was like, I don't think so. So I had to call four agents back and be like, we're taking it off the market. Oh and I got yelled God. at and I was like, I don't, what do you want me to do? Like, I, I'm not moving out of my it's house right now. I have no idea what's deviation about event at yeah. this. We completely you know. unprecedented. We're staying in our house. Yeah. So it starts, you know, and, and we're panicking. Like we've got this house, this huge project we're about to start. I'm trying to stockpile toilet paper. Like, you know, there are major things going Absolutely. on in our life at the time. And it was just, I mean, it was crazy, but the team really did a good job of, they got our vision. Um, they enhanced it to the nth degree. It's insane. And just we had we had to have some faith. And so going back to scale, it it messed with us certainly with me often because our designer would say, "Well, we're going to put this, this, and this along that wall." And I was like, "There's no way There's all no way of you're that fitting all of it." Fits. Yeah. But you go and she's like, "Well, go measure, Brian." I was like, "Well, we're going to use numbers, okay?" <laughs> so I would. And I was like, I mean, she's right. But, you know, you have these big six, seven, eight foot windows and it makes you feel like the house isn't that large. And then when you get it, you're like, I mean, there's Brian, space. I think I could have stood next to one of your pendant lights and I would have been the same size as it. As it. But it was well, literally massive. When that chandelier showed up, that's in our you you know, like, there's no the stairway. Way this is getting I mean, to the, the door. box, I was like, I don't, what is this? Yeah. Like, did you ship another house? I want to come back without the house? other people. Yeah. Can we come back? Yeah. yeah can we just okay. come back? Absolutely. Because okay, I great. need like a moment of my, just myself. I, so I, we pretty. should definitely do it. We'll do a fun tour and we can talk about all of the. We'll go live on our Instagram. things that we did. Some of my favorite things are the accidents that happen 
mm-hmm. that lead to something just unique and fun. Absolutely. You know, that you're like, oh, I'm so glad we accidentally have this thing in our house. What was now. an example of that? Uh, we, we had many. Uh, and, and part of that is old houses. Like, mm-hmm. well, I used to say all the time, you know, you have clients that say, oh, you know, I'm thinking, you know, we want to do this remodel. You know, what do you think? I'm like, well, nobody ever opens up a wall and finds money, you know, Correct. just let him know, like, as soon as you open a wall, it's going to cost you more than you think. Absolutely. In our remodel, we actually opened up a wall and found $50. <laughs> so up. I oh can't even gosh. say that. I can say most of the time <laughs> oh you God. don't find money in your wall, but every once in a while you find a little cash. <laughs> That's wild. 50 but, bucks. Yeah, huh? 50 bucks. Oh and my, my wife's gosh. like, we should frame it. I was like, I'm, I'm going to use yeah. it. I was robbed at gunpoint not too long yeah. ago and I, I need to like, get my yeah, money back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You well, know, <laughs> I'm, I'm positive 30 right now. <laughs> I'm glad you say that because I do think it's a good point for. Because we always get clients that are like, oh, we could just buy this fixer-upper. And would you agree that, like, whatever budget you have in your mind with an older house, like, even for ours, when we had the when we had it, the AC looked at, that guy was like, yeah, it's great. But then we end up doing, like, we added a ton of blown insulation. So whatever yeah. we did, then the AC wasn't, comp- you know, so we ended up having a brand new AC. Or, oh, like, totally. We, we things well. that like you, you have the electrical looked at and then you're like, you get the electrician out like, Oh, for an extra $2,000, we can run the lines underground. You're like, Oh, that yeah, sounds ideal. I don't know. It's like, yeah. ching, 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 100%. No, it's, it's yeah. Renovations are, are tricky. Uh, I think two of the things, I mean, I don't know. Uh, some of the better advice I got early in my life from, from my father, which I don't give him tons of credit, but <laughs> this one is, has remained true. He's like, whatever you think renovation wise, it's going to cost time-wise and money. Correct. Double that. Double it. And then you might not be disappointed. Absolutely. And I was yeah. like, mm, that's mm-hmm. about spot That on. is fact. It took us eight oh, months fact. to do an add-on at my last property. And anyone who's listening, yeah, you could build two houses in that, you know, time frame. Sure. But when you're working with family, as we were, and when you're doing a lot of it yourself, and when you have a really old house, which you don't know what's going to come up, I mean, just double, double, double. You found like an actual full skeleton of a cat. Stop. Like, <laughs> listener heather just froze in time in a running position to emulate the skeleton like it's, you know when you go to hobby so it, it, it was in, like, it was in like, like action. those it halloween skeletons that yeah. i oh, hate wow. now my kids love they're them terrible. they're like full animal skeletons that's what you found oh terrifying not so, 50 bucks you didn't frame that <laughs> <laughs> so Brian, the, one of the other things that I personally loved and Heather, I'd love to hear, you know, your favorite things about the house too. Um, and, and we, Brian, we'd love to share some photos on our sure. Instagram of it oh, as well, but this amazing, um, chair railing that you guys put in your dining room. And I think you painted it like a very deep green, It is, um, it, you know, again, a very large room, but made it feel warm and cozy and amazing. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, it all, it really goes back to, you know, the team that we put together. So Brandon and Anissa kind of, you know, we had conversations with a few different groups and they just, you know, they, they live in the neighborhood. We, we kind of knew them outside of uh, work as well. And the conversations we had with them, they just kind of got what we were going for. We, we wanted to keep as much of the historic uh, elements of the house intact and pay kind of tribute. Cause I, it, when you're an old home person, hopefully you have the mindset of, you never really own it. It's kind of your tenure, right? Sure. Like that this was sense. around 110 years before I got to it. Absolutely. I mean, I had a foundation guy come in and this has never happened. I don't know if you've ever had this. I had, I brought three guys through and they all kind of went, huh, <laughs> I'd keep it. I mean, it's been here 110 years. There's, I don't see any major cracking. Like, I mean, it was one of those like, like we, could, we could spend 20 grand, yeah. but it might cost you 50 more. And I was like, that scenario no. sounds terrible. And they're like, <laughs> as long as you're okay with your 
floors undulating a little mm-hmm. bit. Like I Doors keep not closing. It. And I was yeah. like, you got a good point. It's been here 110 years, you know, yeah. and our whole thing is, you know, we wanted to pay as much tribute and, and bring back some of the original architecture that was there and proportions. Um, but then we needed to update it. Yeah. You know, we have different lifestyles 110 years later. hundred uh, percent. You know, there was a sleeping porch with that concept blows my mind. Can we that take that back? Can we bring that back? At some point <laughs> in time, it's, it was too hot to sleep indoors in Texas. <laughs> so you go outside and sleep outside. Yeah. That is psychotic. And actually. I was like, what? I thought we were just taking naps over here, but yeah, yeah. that is wild. Well, we got, do not have a sleeping porch. No, but it is a beautiful. It is now porch. a closet. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but yeah. a lovely closet. I got to see it before it was renovated. Um, totally different. And when I showed it, I don't know um, what year, when it was, but there was a hot tub on the front porch. Did oh, you ever it, see that? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, a, I, hot, just a freestanding I was above actually, ground hot tub. I was talking to Anissa about that yesterday. She was over helping us take all of the Christmas down because we've been in Christmas mode since October. Yep. Um, and I was like, a person, so so many people kind of walked through the house because it was on the market for a little over two years. Oh my and it's God. been on home tour a few times. And so it's been interesting. I mean, I've had people come up like, I, you know, I was a docent here in, you know, 2000, whenever. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. I mean, um, so much history, literally. Yeah, in the neighborhood. And so it's, anyway... Yeah. So someone was like, was did you keep the hot tub? And I was <laughs> I like, oh my God, I forgot about the hot tub. Yeah. It was so, so, yeah. So bizarre. So listeners, let me cool. paint a picture for you. And this is one of those things like, you know, my wife and I were looking at each other like, are we really buying this? So you, you have this huge wraparound porch and kind of the section that wraps around the side of the house. Uh, and this is a historic house on a historic boulevard. So it has rules, right? Uh, but how'd the hot tub get by the rules? uh, That's what I said. But what they did is they took an eight person hot tub, cut it in and sunk it into this wraparound porch because under that porch, it's completely finished out. Oh, and so they used to hide booze there. for (gasps) prohibition. No, that's the story. And I believe it because that's where I'm hiding my booze (laughs) from my kids right now. Um, but so there's this huge, I mean, full on eight person hot tub. And I jokingly said to the person we bought the house from, I was like, you know, hey, like it makes, he's like, what'd you think of the hot tub? I was like, well, you know, it, it makes sense. There's, there's nowhere else on this property, this half acre property to put a hot tub. <laughs> he, was like, at him like, he was like, you get me. And I was like, mm, yeah, I guess so. Oh, mm-hmm. well, well, otherwise. I was like, sarcasm is not your thing, is it? <laughs> um, what, what I think is admirable about is that what y'all did in the project, because we renovate a lot and, but I, it was just a massive undertaking like when I looked I can't I don't have that much vision right you know and I we don't hire professionals like should (laughs) um because they're usually a little more like smaller scale I just like it's so cool that y'all were like able to take it's just so big that's what I mean I'm like oh I get a little overwhelmed like when you have the basement the attic the like all, it's just all the things, but it looks so good. I had all the vision in the world for 1200 square feet. y'all. Yeah. That was my last yeah. property. All the vision. I knew exactly what I was going to do. The add on was no problem, but I agree with Heather. What you guys have done on such a grand scale is so impressive. And you touched on it just a minute ago, but the fact that you guys turned an outside porch, a sleeping porch, if you will, into a primary closet was truly How the genius of all of these, this team. So the, the project took about 14 months from start to finish, you know, and another two months, you know, purchasing it mm-hmm. and going through the kind of the uh, preliminary designs, which 
like anything, you kind of get into the middle of a remodel and you have to call some audibles, you know? Absolutely. Um, so we did quite a few things that, you know, were just reactionary. And, and part of that was, is, is great. Right. At, you know, I, when we were on home tour, uh, there was a few other houses that needed some volunteers. So I said, you know, I'll stay in and docent. I have a, one of my daughters had the flu that weekend. So my wife was doing like a staycation with a flu child. Oh, and I was God like, I'm not going anywhere near that. I'd rather Paradise. be at the house giving a spiel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Love you, dear. Bye. Bye. Um, and so, you know, we have, so when we bought the house, the, that staircase was closed in, they had closed oh, in the wow. staircase and there was a pocket door so they could close off the two pocket doors, one into the dining room, one into, uh, the, the stairway, um, and so they wouldn't have to heat and cool the front room, that big foyer and okay. and formal um, living room. So we wanted to open that back up and bring it back to what it originally was with an open staircase. So we did that. And what we realized, there was a giant hole in the floor Oh, sure. Um, because of the pocket door. And so we're sitting there going, well, what are we going to do? So I call Brandon Allen, the architect. He's down the street. He's like, I'll be there in 10 minutes. We'll figure this out. So he comes with a piece of paper, takes a look at it, sketches out this really cool staircase with like all the trim that needs to be there and a bench that would go in front of the oh, stairs so to charming. cover up that hole. So charming. And so when we got done with the product, I said, you still have that sketch? And that's, I mean, the contractor went off that. He's like, oh, we can got, we got this and just took the sketch and off they went. I was like, well, that was an easy problem wow. to solve. I think um, you, well, you've just. And so that, that picture I framed and put it right by the staircase and it's there oh. to remind me yeah. to always have somebody who knows way more than you 100%. to fix your decisions that might to not fix have been big the best holes decision. in the, in the yeah. floor. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But you just brought up the best point, Brian, which is Heather and I are sitting over here constantly trying to do things ourselves, right? Heather, I, I remodeled that whole last project by myself. You guys do your stuff. I do think the best advice is when you get under circumstances in which potentially the scale or the size of the project is overwhelming, you hire the professionals. Yeah, I, I, yes. I, so we did that. The first house we owned in the neighborhood, and this is our third, um, and hopefully last, um, I mean, we, we, we'd love it and we've put the time, effort, and probably money into it. <laughs> blood, sweat, um, and tears. Yeah, yeah, blood, sweat, and tears and cash. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, our first house was, you know, I think 1,600 square feet, 3-2. And we, Margaret and I did the first, like we did all of the renovations. You know, yeah. uh, we painted and did all the stuff. And it was the first time I realized that you can't level anything in that neighborhood to the earth. You have to level it to mm-hmm. the room. Yep, totally. I, I, our cabinet I, guy had the hardest oh, time God. with our cabinets. Like, no, He's no, no. Like, don't. Here's what the level says. Yes. And here's what your house like, says. You can't trust that. Can't no. do that. Mm-mm. Is that leveling to the Just, world? Uh, yeah, we, don't, yeah. we don't play that Throw game. Throw that no. out the window. We're, we're a different universe here. <laughs> so, you know, it, so when we took this on, we knew, okay, we could handle that. And it came out well and we did well on it. And, and it was a great place. Both of our daughters were born in that house. Uh, not, not technically oh, in that no, house, up, the, up, the up the street of Baylor, up the street of Baylor, but they came home to that house. That's okay. probably a better way to put it. Um, but we, we knew on this project, we were like, I mean, we got to bring people in. And so we kind of went through an interview process of architects and contractors and found, you know, the, the group that we trusted. Cause there's a lot of trust that goes into it. Cause you know, it's your, it's, it, it's your money, it's your time. It's where you're going to wake up every day. And so if you don't see eye to eye or feel confident that they have, kind of your vision in mind, like it can get, it can get dicey, dicey. quick. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Talk about emotion. We, all we do is talk about how our jobs are so emotional, but those architects and interior designers and, you know, contractors and everything. I mean, there is so much emotion in it. Probably sure. us screaming at them. Heather, did you say you had a story about Brian's house? Do you recall this? Uh, yeah, but I just realized I don't want to tell it. Okay. <laughs> 
Was I'm it about the hot lessons. tub? Was it about the hot tub? I'm learning my lessons about what I say and don't say. Um, yeah, let's just say it was the hot tub. Um, but I have a question for you. Sure. Do you think it um, changes? Well, A, do you get clients that are like, they know that you did that and they're like, well, maybe you can help us through that. Or maybe they look at a fixer upper and they have maybe more questions for you than they would somebody that they know, you know, lives in a new build in Keller. And do you feel like you're more equipped to help those people? Or do you kind of feel like you almost like are Debbie Downer and like, don't do it. Yeah. Take it from me. Don't do it. No, I, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like Debbie Downer, you know, I, I really try to take each client and, you know, not, and, and work through whatever it is they're looking to accomplish. And so if they are interested in buying an older home and remodeling it, you know, I'm happy to share my experience with it. I'm happy to refer the trades that we use that I thought did a great job, um, you know, and, and kind of talk through the process. Cause a lot of it is, is the mental process. And, and I'm more than happy to advise them. You probably find this. A lot of clients are like, oh, we can just take this wall out and whatever. I'm like, you, you can you do, can't. you can do anything you want with time and, and money. money. The question mm-hmm. is how much of that do you have right. and how much do you care about that wall being completely open as a, as opposed to like three quarters or making just a, a, a regular door into a French door. Like there are solutions Absolutely. that can be made within budgets. And so I, I certainly help clients do that. I help clients look through like floor plans because mm-hmm. they can oh. be changed. And, oh, that, and sure. that's a, that's mm-hmm. a big thing. And in and, and our neighborhood, you know, since it's old and historic, most of the houses are pier and beam. And so doing those kind of renovations are not nearly as daunting as paying, I don't know, like $600 of inch to cut through oh, concrete yeah. or, or whatever mm-hmm. the cost is. Clearly I'm not a concrete cutting. We don't fact check. It's completely but fine. Some, some insane amount to, to move a faucet. I'm like, you, you just want it over there. Like we can do that. Yeah. You know, or somebody can oh, do that. God, I'm isn't not that the truth? That. The difference mm-hmm. in pier and beam and slab. And so, you know, yeah. So I, I definitely think I'm, I'm more equipped and I, and I really like taking on clients and projects that are looking to do something unique. Um, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. You know. And would you say, we often ask people what gets you out of bed in the morning? What makes you want to stay in bed in the morning regarding this job? Can you speak to kind of the best and maybe oh, the worst part of what we do? I, you know, I, I mean, I really, I, I'm probably, I mean, I get referred to as a, as an optimist often. Um, I, there's not many things that, like I said, I, I love a challenge. Mm-hmm. I love trying to solve a difficult puzzle. Um, and so, I mean, I, that, that's what I enjoy. It's, it's what keeps me in it doing most of my business in the neighborhood. Right. You know, cause again, they're so unique and people are trying to, you know, there's a love for old homes and walkable neighborhoods and being close to near South side. I mean, I'm, I'm very biased to just near South in Fort Worth in general, right? My wife works up the street on Magnolia. My kids go to school two blocks away. It's your like, world. It's your community. It's my world. Yeah. And, and most of the people I do business with, whether it's, real estate related or just restaurants, service stuff. Um, most of them either live in the neighborhood or it's owned by somebody in the neighborhood or something like that. I really keep most of that stuff pretty, pretty locked down with Fort Worth locals. And I, and I love that part. It's, it's one of the things that it has always endeared me to Fort Worth and I, and I just love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Anything, uh, anything that keeps you in bed in the morning, not, not wanting to go tackle that inspection no, even, report. Even being Nothing? held at gunpoint, it didn't keep me from like, I'll, <laughs> He's good. I'll keep going on the next day. And I, you know, I, I don't like, I just, I, you know, I, I, I enjoy the process. I enjoy working through it. I enjoy doing 
weird marketing things. You know, I, my wife gets on me, like I started this event that I called Winal. So I'm a big music guy and I have a huge record collection. My wife will always go, you know, you have too many records. And I was like, okay, you have too many pairs of black shoes. Like we're at a standoff here, you know? Those are fighting words. Yeah. Brian. And she's like, touche. I was like, I mean, you stop buying shoes. I'll stop buying records. You so, do have a lot. As I said, I did see them in the basement mm-hmm. when we did the I tour. I didn't see any black shoes though. Uh, neither did I. Yeah. Well, they have their own I didn't room. open closet. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So, you know, I mean, so I started this event, Wynal, that I love doing. And so I pair wines with records and so you ha- you listen to a whole record which is a crazy concept right it's not a playlist or something you know and kind of talk about why these things are paired together but it's a fun thing and i and i use it to like get people together and and you start talking about those things and and music is another great you know uh relator right yeah. you can talk about music or this makes me think of this or this artist or i was at this concert and so you know being able to relate on different levels i think That's is important so and you, fun and you get mm-hmm. to know people a little bit better, which yeah. is fun, right? Everybody kind of has their, you know, 30 second elevator pitch. Like this is me is what I do. Blah, sure. Blah, blah. But then when you really get in and be like, you know, what, what interests you, what gets you out of the, out of bed in the morning. Like, I think that's the stuff that, that is interesting. Yeah. Uh, Heather and I like to pair anything with wine. Yeah. So the fact sure. that we've now done it with music, uh, invite us next. Okay. We'll have to. We'll, you'll have to come in uh, for the kickoff of the speakeasy. We're finishing up in the basement. Oh Shut yeah. Up. Absolutely. Yeah. Doing a, a, a vinyl speakeasy. Oh my God. Okay. So we're fun. in, yeah. we're in on that. Yes. That's what that, you it'll, heard it'll it here. That's yeah. our invite. I'll have to do a on location. Yes. Well, li- on I'm ta- sure. Oh hell yeah. That okay. Would be super Fantastic. Awesome. Yes. Brian, thank you so Thank so you. much for joining us today. Doesn't Thanks that time fly by? We're going to share some pictures of your house. I was like, when do we get to do the next one? Yeah, it's so I guess fun. as soon as I finish the speakeasy. Yeah, you go ahead and finish yes. that speakeasy. We'll be there. We'll do a live show. But you're exactly awesome. right. I mean, we're going to share photos yes. of your beautiful, amazing house on our Instagram account so that the listener can obviously kind of pair our words and, and descriptions with what you guys have done, which is outstanding. Sure, sure. Um, You'll have to come over and uh, private tour, give uh, you all the dirt. Perfect. I mean, I'll even show you the outline. I'll do a chalk outline of the hot tub. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. RIP hot tub. <laughs> oh, you were the, you're the tallest guest, the first musician, and then the one easily with the scariest and funniest story. I'm just saying it here, uh, folks. Yeah. Um, Brian, thank no you. Pressure, thank you. Yeah, right. No pressure. Seriously, no pressure. We're setting the bar high, literally and physically. Um, Heather, thanks again for being here. Yeah. Love you, sis. We got some merch that we're going to share oh, on the yes. Instagram account <laughs> um, to kind of show people what's in store for the coming year. Um, but thank you, thank you, thank you, Brian. Seriously, we appreciate you so much. Um, you're, you're a great realtor here in Fort Worth. And we love this opportunity for you to kind of come on and talk a little bit about what you've done. But also, I think people will find your home so beautiful and fascinating. So, Well, thank um, you for having me. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Brian, we'll see you later. Heather, I'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure.